take a broom. After all the weekend, when we lose, I imagine all in this night we could do. Pull down strongholds, put your foot down, get goals. It don't bother me, I know that God with me, and I don't look down at the flow. No, apostolic and all the things that we do. Master taught us, we pray, take a broom. After all the weekend, when we lose, I imagine all in this night we could do. Pull down strongholds, put your foot down, get goals. It don't bother me, I know that God with me, and I don't look down at the flow. angels loving it the covenant with jesus keeps on getting even sweeter i love the pledge allegiance to the one that gave us freedom he did it by his bloody shepherd you and me and he hung on that rugged cross for us all let his will just be done his fingerprints they be stitched in our fabric no escaping this if you want it you can have it the wages of sin is death when you cash in turn away and repent the next it is baptism in the name of jesus to x out your past sins watch the holy ghost fall like it did in acts 10 after starting all things that we do master taught us be great take a broom after all the weekend when we lose now imagine all in this name we can do pull down strongholds put your foot down it goes it don't bother me i know that god with me and i don't look down at the flow angels loving it the covenant with jesus keeps on getting even sweeter i love the pledge allegiance to the one that gave us freedom he did it by his bloody shepherd you and me and he hung on that rugged cross for us all let his will just be done his fingerprints they be stitched in our fabric no escaping this if you want it you can have it the wages of sin is death when you cash in turn away and repent the next it is baptism in the name of jesus to x out your past sins watch the holy ghost fall like it did in acts 10 after starting all things that we do master taught us be great take a broom after all the weekend when we lose now imagine all in this name we can do pull down strongholds put your foot down it goes it don't bother me i know that god with me and i don't look down at the flow no
even angels loving it. The covenant with Jesus keeps on getting even sweeter. I love the pledge allegiance to the one that gave us freedom. He did it by his bloody shed for you and me, and he hung on that rugged cross for us all. Let his will just be done. His fingerprints, they be stitched in our fabric. No escaping this. If you want it, you can have it. The wages of sin is death when you cash in. Turn away and repent. The next, it is baptism. In the name of Jesus, to X out your past sins. Watch the Holy Ghost fall like it did in Acts 10. And we're starting all things that we do. Master taught us to be great, take a broom. After all, so we gain when we lose. Now imagine all in this name we can do. Pull down strongholds, put your foot down. It goes. It don't bother me. I know that God with me and don't look down at the flow. No. Then when they start messing with it, no other choice but to step up. Welcome, 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 patriots, saints, friends, and family once again to the Apostolic Conservative Show. I'm so glad to have you guys with us as we go into episode uh, 424 and uh, just uh, excited about today. And uh, we got several things we want to get into and talk about. Um, we'll get into it um if you bear with me um once again uh technical difficulties that seem to find their way in in getting in my way as i get ready to do the show uh but we are the new news in christian format while debunking the mainstream media because we know that mainstream media often pushes uh propaganda and flat out lies um and so we uh want to debunk uh, the information uh, that is not true that they put out. Uh, so we're in uh, episode 424, Day of Evil, uh, but fear not while trouble uh, should be is in Georgia. Trouble in Georgia. 
uh, trouble in Georgia. We're getting words of fake ballots have been exposed in Georgia. Uh, there's a word getting out um, that <laughs> it might be some shenanigans going on. But you know what? We've got to stand. Um, we've got to stand our ground and continue to push out truth. I want to thank you uh, for joining us. But we're going to go on into something. And yes, there are DHS leaks uh, that has exposed that uh, the DHS actually um, has been working with big tech uh, since 2020 um, to uh, co uh, coerce elections and um, mislead people and uh, prevent them from preventing us or uh, the people from getting information such as the Hunter Biden laptop. And there's been texts that have been leaked to expose that stuff. We're going to uh, get into that. And um, uh, quite frankly, there's some other disturbing things that we're out there, we'll, we're going to talk about. Every uh, Mainstream media does not want to talk about it. But here we're going to talk about uh, some things that are going on uh, because they're coming after our children. And uh, we cannot. Uh, as God-fearing people stand out, stand back and watch the shedding of innocent blood. Uh, so we've got video we're going to show. Uh, we're going to take news video of local media that uh, went against the odds and played video, but you'll never see it on mainstream media. Uh, and so we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, and it's, it, it has to deal with children. And uh, so uh, there's a clip from, and we know uh, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to play that um, for where a young lady gives a testimony. So bear with us. Um, but trouble in Georgia, when, when we're dealing with um, Representative Scott, there's a hashtag going around now saying, where is David Scott? He's a, a congressman, rather, in the United States, and no one can find him. No one has seen him for months. He's MIA. There's people in his campaign that are answering the phone, but he, he's not even campaigning. He is not even showing video. And so I put, I put together a video uh, from some information from different sources uh, that I'm going to be playing in just a moment. Um, and it's, it's a little lengthy one, but it comes from a radio station, uh, 106.3 or something, or 103.6, some odd number radio station. But we're going to play that in a moment. And uh, we're going to get in, in, into quite a few things. So you definitely want to stick around pay, and uh, share this. Uh, definitely if you have friends and family in, in the state of Georgia, because there's some, uh, some allegations, some, some, some rumors going around uh, in the state of Georgia. Or, and now it is around the nation. It, it will be, if you have not seen it yet, it's going to start picking up steam around the nation because this is what 
people are doing, they're putting candidates out there that might not even be alive. Food supplies have been completely wiped out. We have our evacuation of all counties. I report complete devastation. We have a giant squall, There are forces in this world that remind us of how fragile we are. We thought we were safe. We thought it could never happen to us. Then life like a fog descends upon us, blanketing our memories. Through the haze, we travel its hidden paths, lost in its secret places. And when the storm, turbulent and immovable, forces us to shelter, we remember. It calls to us, calls us back. Back to the ports and the harbors of our past. We fight the currents that pull and drag us off course, not a light or star to chart the way. And when we arrive, we don't always know it at first, the places we once loved guised by time. Then we see it, the place we've been trying to get back to, Safe at last, we've found our way home. Second Timothy 3 and 1 says, But know this, that in the last days there shall be perilous times. We're living in perilous times now where there's rioting, looting, and natural disasters leaving people without power for several days. You can be the hero to your family by stocking up on your My Patriot supply of food with a shelf life of 25 years you can be that hero click on the link below and order your supply all right guys so man also on we're gonna go right into this next video from so far, things seem to be running pretty smoothly. Well. A fake ballot was detected in a scanner box last week in Spalding County, but election officials here are saying that this is an isolated incident, that uh, all in all, uh, so far, things seem to be running pretty smoothly. A fake ballot was... I mean, so now David Harris Jr. put this video out, um, or, well, I believe it was on yesterday, uh, but we wanted to bring that attention. So here we go. Here we go all over again. And so we got to be very vigilant. So, um, you know, there's there's talk of of them not wanting people uh, to handle the, the ballots themselves and and have limited exposure to the actual ballots uh, on on inside a precinct so it's going to be a concerning situation so 
those of you that are being poll watchers, you're going to have to just stand. You stand, stand your ground. Um, remember what happened up there in, uh, in Pennsylvania uh, in 2020. In Pennsylvania, they literally uh, shoved people out of the precincts where uh, they were assigned and able to, to, to be in there to uh, watch the county, uh, you know, supposed to be Republican and Democrat, and uh, in exorbitant amounts, they were kicking out uh, the Republican uh, poll watchers. And so we, we definitely have to be mindful of that um, and, and, you know, be ready to make some calls your own self. Uh, we we got to beat them at their game. Um, going on, uh, Ice Cube uh, continues to make headlines. He says, uh, black Americans haven't gained much after voting Democrat uh, for decades. And, you know, and it's, it's the truth. Uh, and, uh, you know, I know, and we talk about this often, that this is not about... Democrat and Republicans about good and evil, but uh, truth is that there there is certain things that I can uh, that I can support with one party, um, you know, such as pro life uh, movement, um, uh, such as uh, pro uh, authority or mili uh, military or defense. Uh, we uh, back the blue that this party right here. They just don't support those things. Um, there was a video that was just um, put out, and I did not get to watch the gubernatorial uh, debate, but I did see a clip and uh, and uh, Governor Kemp saying that he's you know proud to have a hundred and I believe it was a hundred and seven uh, uh, police uh, forces or um, uh, county sheriff counties or officers. Uh, that work for uh, work in the state that have his support, and right then and there, I mean, Stacey Abrams takes it and she says, "Hey, I don't have. I'm not in the. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I'm not in the good old boy system. The good old boy system have." Uh, Officers that want to want to lock up all the black people. This is what she said. So she basically made up, made all the police in the in the state of Georgia out to be racist, and all the police in the state of Georgia, wherever they're at, she just said that hey, they're racist and they want to lock up all the black people. I don't know of any officer that has a quota or wants to meet an agenda of locking up all the black people, uh, black young men, as as he put it. Um, in many cases, if black young men, if we wasn't doing what we did, we wouldn't have got locked up or wouldn't have been involved in police getting locked up in most uh, scenarios. I understand there are some scenarios where things have gone overboard or where uh, things uh, should not have escalated to that point. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that the things that they are pushing are not 
uh, happening to the way that they push it. It, it. I don't know what it is with them and this fantasy of fear mongering, uh, just pushing fear, fear, fear. My Bible tells me that God have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and, and a sound mind. And when when they're pushing these fears, things that we clearly are have overcome from where we've been in the past, um, we should not still be pushing fears as though it's the 1800s uh, when the Ku Klux Klan or 1900s when the Ku Klux Klan led by the Democrat Party is still out attacking uh, minority. That is just not the case. Guys, we're going to get ready to play the video that I talked about um, trouble in Georgia uh, where the hashtag where is David Scott is trending right now. It is starting to trend and you can make it trend even further by uh, sticking the hashtag uh, where is David Scott to this video when you share it. Let's go ahead and play this video, and it's uh, it's them talking, but we got we got uh, we got pics of them of of uh, I'm sorry, pics from uh, screenshots that I took from different articles that talked about the situation with David Scott voting. Morning, extra and extra one zero six three. Yesterday, I had a, a call from uh, David Galt from the Cobb GOP that we did our first breakfast with over at the Marietta Diner. And he said, hey, man, I, there's something going on, and Channel 2's looking into it, the AJC's looking into it. And David Scott, who's represented Georgia's 13th congressional district since 2013, he, all of a sudden nobody can find him. And there were so many rumors swirling, and I won't go into all the rumors, but no one could find him. They hadn't seen him po- even in a picture posted on social media since, like, September 9th. And he he had effectively disappeared so I, I talked to rhino about it i'm like dude what's going on I, I i can't figure this out it doesn't make sense what do you think and rhino man all of a sudden you can just see it like this 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 task was made for our morning show investigator and he got at least remotely to the bottom of this yeah yeah i'll be honest um yeah they reached out to me earlier and uh, as well and you and i were both talking about this and we go wait a minute there is something here there's got to be a story here because what's going on and we know that we had caesar gonzalez on who's running in the 13th district but it seems like he's almost running unopposed because nobody has been able to find david scott so i said you know what let's call the let's call the office so i called the washington dc office and i get this thing so let me explain where the rumors came from first of all this is something that happened through the AJC. They were kind of inquiring what's going on, whatever. And then somehow it got that either David Scott had passed away or that he was in hospice. And I was like, wow, okay, this is not good. That's not a good story. Because what would happen? Well, if by chance anybody's trying to hide this, then all of a sudden, you know, David Scott happens to win because, again, the 13th district is mostly a minority district. A really uh, tough fight for Cesar Gonzalez, but where's been? Where's David Scott? Where's he been? So I called Washington, and the first thing they tell me is, oh, um, well, you know, the uh, you have to call the district. Call the district. We don't know what's going on. Okay, that's fine. Now, I did look up, because you can go on to Congress and see who's voted. So I went to September 30th, which is final day of voting in Congress. David did vote in uh, on September 30th in Washington, D.C. Okay, so we know that at that time period, he's there. 
I reach out to the district office, and the first district office is closed, so I called the second one in Smyrna. And a nice gentleman named Isaac picked up the phone, and we talked for a little bit, and I said, hey, here's my concern. I would really like to put an end to this rumor if I can, because, you know what, I don't want this happening to where someone's able to run and say that, you know, this is happening. If it's not really happening, is there a chance I could talk to uh, Congressman Scott? Scott? Yeah. And Isaac said, well, first of all, this is all BS. This is all being hyped up, blah, blah, blah. And I said, okay, well, is there a chance I could talk to Congressman Scott? And he said, you know what? I'll tell you what. Um, You could just call him. And I said, well, I don't have his number. He's like, well, fine. I'll get him on the phone for you. And I said, all right, that's fine. So I hung up, and I was on my way down in the elevator, and the phone rings, and it's Isaac. And he goes, hey, I'm conferencing you in. Now, David, when he was uh, talking to another station back in uh, September— he, you know, listening to him talk, listening to him talk, I know what he sounds like, obviously. I've, I've heard him many times, and I'm like, all right, all right. The phone rings, picks up, and, hey, Scott, Rhino, how are you? Everything's good. I'm doing great. Everything's good. Okay, great, Congressman. This is supposedly David Scott calling this you. This is, yes. Now, the difference between the way he was speaking either, look, I don't know the truth on either one. Don't even know if this was really David Scott calling me, to be honest with you. It set your radar off, though. Set my radar off because he said one thing to me that was a little weird was, well, I said, are you doing any campaign events? Because I think that's important. Are you going to be out doing events? Where have you been? I've been out. I've been campaigning. I've been putting yard signs everywhere. And I'm like, all right, first of all, nobody puts out their yard signs. Not when when you hold his office. No, there's staff that does that. And it sounds like you're trying to trump up like, yeah, I'm good health. I'm in great health, right? Yes. because he, you know, people have seen him in a wheelchair. People have heard that he's on oxygen. All these rumors around. So at this point, I'm like, wow, that really did sound like David. But if you were to call my brother or father and they were to like, hey, it's Scott Rhino, you'd be like, oh, it really does sound well, but, like but, him. But, but your but, example is like, I've met your brother. But yeah. if, if somebody called me and said it was your brother, I would probably be like, oh, hey, man, what's up? Because yeah. I, I don't talk to him every day. Right. Well, what I'm saying is my brother, my voice, my father, my yeah. voice, they all sound alike. Could yeah. have been a family member. Don't sure. know. So then uh, I, I kept talking to other people in the media, and they have told me that they've been trying to reach out, and the only two people that have been able to talk to Congressman Scott are myself and Nakima Williams so far. And Nakima said, yep, he's fine, everything's good. I, I talked to him, he sounded fine if it was him. Don't know if it's him. That's the weird part about this. So then I went, all right, now I need to ask for a sit-down, videoed interview with Congressman Scott. So I have put out and I have asked and I called back to Dylan Nurse, who is one of the people who puts that in charge. And Dylan says, yeah, um, yeah, let me see what we can work out. And I said, look, I talked to Congressman Scott. And he said, huh? And I said, I talked to Congressman Scott. Now, that first response to me was like, wait, Se- seemed a little yeah. strange. Yeah. When like, first, okay. like, what do you mean? You talk to him? Yeah. And he goes, oh, OK, well, let me talk to him and see if we could set this up for you. So I am on the schedule to sit down and do a interview with David Scott on video. We'll see if it ever comes to fruition. The scary part about this is nobody still knows. And it's almost to the point where I'm willing to put up an extra T-shirt, uh, maybe a Fox Nation prize pack and a Kelly Conway. If anybody can get a like picture. Like a Sasquatch. Yeah. Like a Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah. If you can get us video proof or picture proof of David Scott walking around campaigning, being at events, I want to know that he is okay. I did, t- like I said, I did talk to someone who said he was David Scott and Congressman Scott. Um, I do respect the fact that right now we don't have all the information, but we are also the only ones who are touching this because did talk to people at the AJC. They don't want to get involved in this, and I don't know why. This is somebody who is 77 years old. Yes. So, And and this really ends up speaking to if there's any kind of funny business going on, it's because 
the seat is more important than the person. Absolutely. The Fetterman effect. That, that's the idea. It's like if, we, if we hold on to this power, we can then decide, all right, let's, let's move this person into this spot because we weren't able to fill it because we've had some sort of medical issue. The seat is more powerful than the person. Uh, to me, Rhino, there's just so many of these little things because, again, you guys started bringing it up. I started paying attention to it. I started going to social media and realizing this is not a good way to follow this because I don't know if that's the person who's tweeting it's this stuff out. It, it makes it very difficult. Well, it's just all retweets at this point. I mean, there was, you know, it was uh, President Carter's birthday. It was yeah, happy this Diwali. day. Happy yeah, Diwali. Exactly. Anybody can do that. All, happy exactly. Yom Kippur. Anybody could put that up, and there's nobody that is is verifying. But, but there's that, no that campaign picture. Exactly there's right. no this person's Which out is over the here. Part. And Tug and I were keeping in contact throughout the day as I was making these phone calls. I'm like, Tug, what do you think of this? And Tug, and, and I was laying it out to the point where I kind of told Tug what and, and let him kind of tell me what he thought, so I knew that I wasn't influencing his opinion. But I think we both felt the same way. Like, did you think that was like a little weird what he said and yes uh, I mean it is a very strange story here but it's got a lot of consequences like you it said it totally Lowe's. does it totally does yeah because if God forbid, and I hope this isn't the truth because I, you know, like I said, God bless you, Congressman Scott. I hope you are in good health. I hope you are doing now, nobody's well. Nobody's wishing bad on the man. But if he did happen to pass away, if that wasn't him, if he is very sick, that's something that needs to be known now because this will affect the race. Cesar Gonzalez is a great candidate. This is a guy who should run the 13th district, as far as I'm concerned, in Cesar Gonzalez. But if they hold off onto this and David Scott, Congressman Scott, continues to win and does win because, they, I, again, there are a lot of people who will only vote Democrat in the 13th congressional district. He wins. Then we have to have another special election. It, well, it's but, a very, very that, scary thought, as much, which is all important. But just as much. It's that definitely. But that means someone has outright lied to you about something that's happening with a mm-hmm. with a person that represents a, a, a district in Georgia like that that's a big deal to to lie to someone if that was the case because we don't know that at this point yeah but if that were the case that would be a incredible story that would would potentially get nationwide coverage because of the the consequences of it. Yeah, this isn't the Georgia House of Representatives. That's this right. is U.S. This is exactly congressman. Right. You know, and, and yes, if they were lying, if they put a fake person on the phone, this is a big, big time story. I'm hoping that, you know, David is okay. I'm hoping that this isn't really what it is. But if it is, this is a, uh, a scary situation. You're talking about almost 45 days just kind of going, scrolling through stuff from his last public appearance and picture with other, other people. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, no can I mean, we're two weeks away and he's not campaigning. He doesn't have anything on his Twitter, his Facebook talking about the campaign or what he wants to do for the 13th district. Unbelievable is what it is. Yeah, that's treacherous right there. That's what it is. When you really look when you look at that, if if he is in hospice, if he, he, God forbid he he actually has gone on and passed and they're running a scam on the voters of the 13th uh, district of Georgia. That's wickedness, man. That that needs to have some re- uh, repercussions uh, behind that. But where is it? Can somebody get some video out of him? Uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe holding the newspaper up, talking or something other. I mean, 
maybe saying, hey, we're going to win. Uh, we're going to win November the 8th. We're, we're right here in in Clayton County on the day, the, uh, the Devil's Day, uh, which is not a Devil's Day because the, every day is the day of the Lord, but this is a day that people want to really worship, worship I mean, I just said worship, worship death and all kind of hideous things on the day. I know it might offend some some of our our base that that continue to you know that that uh, celebrate the day. Uh, we don't celebrate it, but that's another thing for another day. We won't get into all of that. Uh, but you know, th this is some wicked stuff. But this is nothing new to to what. Uh, Marxists do and they've done it throughout uh, history and they push um, big lie after big lie with deception and thievery destruction using chaos so just is one thing that they did they said that was pretty epic is that it's like the position or the office is more important than the person. Now, we've uh, dealt with that actually in Douglas County up here where uh, the uh, one of the courts, I believe it was the Superior Court, uh, I think that's what, uh, I may have that wrong, but Susan Camp was running uh, the incumbent uh, was running again, and a Democrat had just moved into the county. They threw him up there on the ballot. He didn't even wasn't even res, uh, certified to be able to run in this election, and they continued to push him. Which, thankfully, um, uh, maybe like three weeks ago, that the courts made a decision on it and said he was not eligible to be on the ballot. Now we've also seen in the past where these people know that someone should not be on the ballot and then they do not remove them. So we'll see how that goes on November the 8th or on the ba ballot. Now I, I haven't went to vote so I don't know if he uh, is on the ballot now, she is on I know she should be on there. Um, I'm waiting, uh, Lord willing, to election day to go and vote. I want to thank you guys on our podcast uh, for joining us. Um, I know you weren't able to see uh, the articles that were posted, but they are in the description. And Lord willing, they'll be in the description of the podcast uh, when you get to see it. Um, hopefully it would be be there or listen to it rather and you can see the notes um, for that yourselves um, man anyway well let's go on because there's a few more things I want to talk about um, such as uh, Lee Zeldin bringing in the heavy hitters up there in uh, New York and word is out that he really has a lot of momentum up there in New York and so we're gonna see if he can hopefully he can pull it out 
and uh, pull out the big win up there uh, because it would be a, a paradigm shift for the state of New York to have someone in the mold of Governor DeSantis uh, running their state. Ultra mega party, ultra mega party, but they put out a video right there. Um, that was pretty epic. Um, and one thing in that video, they showed a picture of one of the trans. Uh, we now know uh, and do believe uh, that that trans is one of Josh Shapiro's sponsored drag queen event. Uh, uh, was at a drag queen event in Philadelphia that gave service hours to minors. Um, this was put out earlier uh, before um, we came on the show. We were able to snag that uh, and from news analysis. And so uh, it was the gay 
bingo event featured campy entertainment that was guided by the ant um, antics of the drag queens on skates, bingo verifying divas. And uh, for those that are on the podcast, uh, it's a picture, uh, basically just a picture of uh, uh, Josh Shapiro, who is running uh, the Attorney General um, in uh, Pennsylvania uh, that is running for governor. And I I know for sure that these hardworking citizens of uh, of Pennsylvania blue collar workers they don't want this mess they don't want them trying to indoctrinate uh trying to groom their children and this was this uh, this was going on right up there and he enabled this he encouraged this and so this is the type of, of wickedness um that we're up against and we have to continue to stand now we're going to get in uh get into those uh dh dhs leaks in a moment uh before i have to run and i i will have to run but i want to go to uh and we know uh played some video from uh laura uh laura uh, logan and i want to play that um uh, and because it's 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 got some efficacy eff- epic things that she was talking about on there and dealing uh with the children and how we've got uh we've got to protect the children and how these elitists these globalist elitists are going after our children and uh if we don't stand up if we don't uh try we don't rise up uh, for november the 8th election um it would just be more of the crazies going on. Uh, I know I had not talked about uh, Paul Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi. We'll talk about that, uh, Lord willing, briefly. But you know uh, there's more to to meets the eye than the story that is being put out. Uh, we know that um, the San Francisco PD, they have been at the uh, at the whelms or uh, hands or or let me put it this way, uh, George Soros has funded a lot of what they do over there, and even the police chiefs and all of them uh, that are ran for office have been district attorneys uh, have been funded by uh, George Soros, and so we know over there in uh, San Francisco. Uh, California, that he has a lot of control and the politicians have a a lot of control of what's going on over there. And I said I was going to talk about it later, but I might as well just mention it now because when you think about what just went down with Paul Pelosi and the original reports from the police officers now has changed drastically. Original reports of the police officers talking there was a third individual in the house and that went all about a, a, a day or, or more uh, of this third individual and all of a sudden now they're changing their statement and saying there wasn't a third individual how can officers uh being on the scene 
get confused on a third individual opening the doorway uh, for uh, uh, for them to be able to come into the building. There was report that glass was broken broken from the inside out of the house. There was report that they were struggling over a hammer. Uh, now we we got police reports of possibly him in in a bathroom. Uh, Paul Pelosi uh, saying that there was a nine one one call of him and being in the best restroom hiding. I have not heard it, uh, but I I did see a little a little article about it saying that uh, a train nine one one responder uh, uh, person on the phone can decipher uh, what is going on in a situation. So I don't know. I'm waiting to, that I can hear that call. But I mean, what's going on with that? You know, what kind of call is it? I mean, what was he saying? You know, that uh, 911 uh, person would have to decipher. I mean, either somebody trying to beat the door down with a hammer to kill you or, or, or either there's something else going on. You don't your little play toy. Uh, boy toy done got wild. So we understand that the, the, the Padre guy was one of these nudist people that run around and there's photos of him get, and getting married, nudist getting married or, or at a wedding in, uh, in one of the, the cities, I, I, I believe it was uh, in California where they was getting married uh but Buddhist naked on the doorstep of, the, of uh, one of the, uh, you know, courthouses. This type of thing was going on. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, these folks. So I kind of find it hard to believe that this individual was a right winger, a conservative. Now, I will say this. I'm going to say this now. The girlfriend came out and said she loves Nancy Pelosi. The the the, the ex-girlfriend of his said that she hadn't saw him in, in like a year. And that uh, he's not a Republican. He's not a conservative. He didn't support J6. But but that's the, the, the initial uh, mainstream media push that they were doing because they never let a crisis go to waste. But what I want uh, to submit to you is that really when you think about it, this guy could have got red peeled. Could have been, you know, uh, just really awakened to the horribleness of what they were doing and, and got caught up in a situation. Shouldn't have been in. I'm not ruling out Nancy Pelosi. I'm, I'm just not ready to rule out that she didn't set this up, that she didn't force the issue, that she didn't, set, that he, you know, struggling, trying to make amends or whatever to himself. I don't know what kind of de demonic struggles he was going through, but he might have been trying to make amends and they, they, and, and I believe more truth will come out. You know, it continues, continues to be that, uh, you know, only difference between conspiracy and truth is, a matter of months, and we've been proving that over and over, especially when it comes down to jail. All right, well, I got about 
uh, about 20 more minutes. So I want to play uh, Laura uh, Logan. Um, she uh, has really, uh, you know, she got fired for speaking the truth about these elitists and what they like to do uh, with children. And uh, she was able to be on, uh, uh, oh my goodness, what are those ladies? I, I forgot their names. Uh, the two ladies, oh, shucks. Uh, I think he'll mention it in here. You'll get to it. Um, they're, they're very famous, I mean, big supporters of Trump. And uh, we'll we'll go ahead and play the video and uh, let you guys uh, hear it and see it for yourself. Her off for talking about exactly what they do at these children. Oh yeah, and this is a video uh, that came from and we know you'll see the link is provided below. He's a great patriot. Many people watch him. Hopefully you guys um, uh, will you know, can share this and let some people learn. And I have an actual video that I want to play after this uh, that confirms from a different source news media outlet um, about what she's saying. So it's not conspiracy. This is conspiracy realist. And I'm going to show her later on. But since we're here, I think I'll show this part where she was actually on another show recently, and she let them know the truth. She's unleashed again. You can read across the media, everyone from NBC to Politico to USA Today to everyone you can think of in mainstream media, they're fine doing articles about how the blood of young people is the secret to anti-aging, right? Do you hear that? So if you go to articles, just look it up yourself. They talk about this all the time, and on all these famous magazines that people turn into, and they say, oh, you know, if you want to stay young, just use young people's bloods. Blood. Well, how do they get it? Keep on going, Laura. And you know that old saying, you know, I think that you will appreciate this. My mother was a person who really handed down for me the wisdom of generations, right? And much of that comes in the kind of sayings and the cliches and the things that we learn. And why do they endure over time? Because they're true. And isn't there a saying that says only the good die young? Why is it that only the good die young? Is it because they're not interested in using the blood of young children? That the, If that's the cost of, of reversing the effects of aging, they're not prepared to pay it? But the evil people are. You know, and, the, and what we don't do as journalists is we allow people to make these kind of statements and to write these articles. And they put in all the science and the data, and they say, isn't this amazing, right? It's the blood of young people. But we don't ask, how do you get the blood of young people? Here we go. How do we get them? So they talk about it in the media. So she's basically telling you they talk about it, but how do they get it? And how much blood of young people do you actually need? How much does one person need in order to stay young? And as you get older, do you need more and more of young people's blood? And by the way, does it matter if the children are younger and younger and younger? And what has to be in their blood? And you know, you can talk to any doctor and they will tell you about the science of adrenaline, right? And how when adrenaline is released into the blood, it has effects. I know because when I was in Iraq as a war correspondent and our hotel was shelled, I literally, I watched a, a, I watched a building 
fall down in pieces around me. And I knew that the office had been hit was the Reuters office. And I knew that I knew most of the people in there. And I literally felt, when I realized that my friends could be dead, I felt the adrenaline leave my body. And I have never felt anything like it. And when I was in Tahrir Square, being gang raped and sodomized and beaten almost to death in Egypt, and I lost control of my security guard. Did you guys hear that? Did you hear what this lady actually went through? I did not. I've never heard her mention anything like that uh, before. Uh, but my lord, that's that's horrible. That's unthinkable. That um, you know she would end up going through something like that. Well, here we go. I'm gonna change the. Actually, I'm gonna go back to it. I will never forget the feeling of the adrenaline leaving my body. I will never forget it because it was the most defeating moment that I have ever experienced. And so we know and doctors know that adrenaline in the blood creates uh, certain chemical releases that empower human beings. And when you look back in history and you go back in time, what do you find in every society in the world, in the secret societies, in the noble societies, they talk about blood sacrifice and ritualized killings and so on and so on. But we don't want to talk about this today. We'll put it in our movies. We'll put it in TV shows. Netflix right now has a series called The Watcher. In The Watcher, the guy is talking about um, exactly this. His son witnessing a ritual sacrifice where children are being sacrificed. You know how crazy this is? You know how crazy this is? She's bringing it up. She's telling you that they love to show it in Hollywood and TV shows. And I went and found that clip. And I can't show it to you about the adrenochrome they talk about in that particular show. But that clip, the actual guy that he's talking to looks at him and asks him, basically, what have you been on? You're crazy. To put in the minds of the people that if you talk like that, you're crazy. Yeah, and that's, and that's exactly what they they do. And they, uh, you know, demonize uh, truth speakers. And and all we can do is just continue to try to tell the truth uh, and wake people up that these horrible type of things uh, actually go on. And uh, Crystal just helped me out with Diamond and Silk was uh, the, the lady's name, Diamond and Silk. Uh, they are ultra MAGA. All right, let's go to this video uh, right here. On the Health Watch, could the secret to eternal youth be found in blood transfusions from young people? Health reporter Stephanie Stahl has more on a controversial new treatment that's being tested. Transfusions with young blood from teenagers, some claim it can reverse the aging process. It's being tested in patients over the age of 35 as part of a clinical trial called Ambrosia, where people paid $8,000 to get the rich growth factors found in blood plasma platelets. It's pretty much people from most states, people from overseas, from Europe and Australia. Results of the trial have not been published, but Dr. Jesse Karzeman, who plans to open a business selling young blood, says patients who've had it say they feel amazing. And he says he's seen evidence of reversing the aging process in rats. Their brains are younger, hearts, their, their hair, if it was gray, it turns dark again. There's also been encouraging Alzheimer's research using young blood at Stanford.
these people are sick. They are twisted and they're demented. And there are some people that will do whatever they can to cause themselves or make it where they're able to live forever in their mind. It doesn't matter who you are. I don't care how you try to think you're going to try to get uh, eternal life. Um, you, you, you're going to get it. You just won't have this fleshy body. Um, and you, you only be able to take on a transfer, transform a glorified body. Um, but you'll be, you, you will, you will, you will live on forever. It's just where will you live on forever? Where will your soul live on forever? Do you want to submit to Jesus Christ now? Or do you want to submit, uh, to him later uh, when it will be too late because every knee, the Bible says that every knee, every every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So whether you bow now in humility and worship of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ or whether it takes place later, but there are some people that are right now that I believe that are so demonically, demonically, uh, possess that they don't even care what they say out their mouth. I mean, we just heard a video clip from uh, uh, Ch Chelsea Clinton saying that if Jesus was alive, he would be working in a Planned Parenthood building. He would be working for Planned Parenthood. Do you understand that? If Jesus was alive, the one the one that says suffer the little children to come to me when the disciples was trying to stop them, saying leave him alone, Jesus says suffer, telling them you should suffer whatever it is, how much they're bothering you for Jesus to, for, for for the children to get to me. He says suffer the little children to come to me, but Chelsea Clinton is out here on the stump saying she'll do whatever it takes to to keep uh keep uh President Trump from getting back to the White House. And there's some wick there that is wicked. I don't care what you say, but just think about it. He said also said uh think the to the ones that that cause harm to the little ones, it had been better that a millstone be tied around their neck and thrown into a sea than to harm one of these little ones, one of the innocent. And here they are supporting the murder, the murder of the innocent, the shedding of blood of the innocent, of the little babies. I mean, that's, this, is, this is real, and this is where we're at. And that's why I say this, this is not just about Democrat and Republicans. It's about good and evil. You know what? And I'm going to say it this way. You hear what they're saying now on today, all of the, 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 the media and the representatives that they're getting out there and pointing the finger at you and I, uh, patriots, um, ultra MAGA people as being the problem, uh, to society. And they labeled this guy as one of us when he clearly has mental issues, even though they don't want to call, uh, uh, people that act that way and carry on like that, having mental problems, you know, 
uh, le leaving their natural estate the way they were born. They, they want to say that that's not a mental problem. I, I beg to differ. Uh, but anyway, when individuals, we see situations like that, God still has a way of letting us see the beauty of um, situations where, where we're able to see others that have gone through these horrible things, been indoctrinated as a child, and then able to come out of it, and now bringing forth uh, life and and bringing forth replenishing the earth as God designed from the beginning. So we're gonna go to this uh, this next video before we get out of here. Um, and once again, this was another one for Amwino. So here we go. And folks try to change their gender. It's not working well for them. They go into depression, suicide, and more. Mail Online said Florida Medical Board bans puberty blockers for minors under the age of 18. After and, and let me say this. there's a If you have not se seen it, there's a great movie by Matt Walsh out there called uh, What is a Woman? And I encourage you, uh, I believe it's on Daily Wire. And Daily Wire dropped a, a, a several great movies uh, recently um out there so but uh you want you want to find a movie called what is a woman this is epic and it he talks about in interviews different people pros and cons about what happened and there's a uh, a lady that's on there that shares her testimony um uh, in that movie and uh unfortunately she did not have the success story uh of being delivered in time enough like this lady hearing testimony from d transitioners the florida board of medicine has voted to ban gender affirming care for gender trained transgender teenagers in the state and they listened to testimonies like this one that i'm about to play and this will break your heart and i really thought transitioning was going to fix everything my period stopped facial hair grew Pretty soon, I was passing as male. At first, I was elated, but my mental health did not improve. I became more suicidal, more unstable, and the anxiety became debilitating. Testosterone was never questioned as a contributing factor to my increasing instability. I was in and out of mental hospitals six times while being affirmed as male and supported in my decision to transition by my doctors, psychiatrists, immediate family, and even church. I was also diagnosed with complex PTSD and OCD during this time. I desperately wanted top surgery and a hysterectomy, but couldn't afford them. After a serious suicide attempt in February of 2018, I realized that just changing my appearance was not going to take away the pain. So I started working really hard in therapy, but I still believed I was male. A year later, in 2019, I had a life-changing encounter with Jesus and began to find deep healing and peace within myself. After nearly four years of being on testosterone, I decided to detransition and accept my womanhood. My mental health improved exponentially. I'm no longer in therapy, nor even on mental health medication. I have not been suicidal or hospitalized since stopping testosterone. Three years later, my menstrual cycle has still been irregular. I still have to shave my face daily, and I struggle with hormonal acne. I'm truly grateful I never got surgery because now I'm happily married and 28 weeks pregnant. 
But if I had gotten surgeries that I so desperately wanted as a teenager, that would have stolen this future from me. So I'm asking the board to create a rule that makes it unethical for doctors to prescribe these hormone treatments for people under the age of 18 and surgeries under the age of 21. Thank you. The fact that they would even consider this for kids under the age of 18 should... Wow. This is tragic. And it's going on all across the country. These people are wicked. And I don't care if it offends them. It's wicked to go after children uh, with these drug, hormonal drugs. Um, they're in different states. They're pushing it uh, to where the parents don't even have to give consent. The child can just, you know, just take it upon themselves and say they want to do it. And the schools uh, are working with them. It's happening. Now, you can continue to put your head in the sand if that's what you want to do. Or you can, you can stand up in righteous indignation and say no more is enough. No more, no more. And I'm not talking about going and whipping people out of the temple or whipping people out of Congress and all of this. But what we can is do is whip out that, that vote and, and get them up out of office. Go uh, be a part of your board of uh, commissioners, your board of elections. Go, go, try, uh, tr go try to run uh, for board of education. Um, get involved in your local county. And the best thing to do is look up uh, I would encourage you to look up the nearest GOP party. Yeah, they got flaws. Yeah, they got people that are uh, power hungry. Yes, they got people that are uh, warmongers in, uh, in, on, that are in the top heavy uh, Congress and Senate. But what we got to do is get involved. That's what they fear the most. And they try to keep us divided between Democrats, Republicans. But the truth is most Americans... Uh, God-fearing Americans, no matter what title they go by, uh, do not want them messing with children like that. And so uh, let's continue to uh, take a stand. If you guys like to support uh, the Apostolic Conservative Show, you can go to uh, the Apostolic Conservative website, which you're looking at right here. Um, or you can whip out your phone right now. If you're not watching it on your, on your phone right now, you can take a screenshot right now of, uh, the QR code and you can scan it, uh, pull it up in your camera. It'll, then you can click on the web uh, on the link and it'll take you to our website. So you can check out our merch. Uh, we have plenty of things over there. Um, and, uh, we appreciate every bit of support. You can also, uh, help fund us um, by contributions over there. Uh, but um, before we go any further, um, I'd like to go here because we are um, a Judeo-Christian show and we have a segment that we call A Moment in the Word because we believe that a moment in the Word can change your life and a moment in the word 
uh, can change my life and a moment in the word can change anyone's life. And so today's scripture reading uh, will come uh, from uh, from Luke eleven thirty four through thirty six. As if you're new to the show, our scripture reading generally comes from uh, my um, daily devotion, um, and we're gonna read uh, this: "The light of the body is the eye." Therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thine eye is evil, thy body also is full of darkness. Take heed, therefore, uh, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. If thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light. And when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. Uh, and it goes on talking about don't, don't put it under a bushel and all this. But I just want to encourage you uh, that, that focus as much as possible on the word of God. Uh, we'll continue to try to bring uh, information to you so that you'll be able to fight the wiles of the devil. Um and as you tune in here and just be encouraged that uh, as you meditate on the word of God as often as possible, uh, that light will be great that comes in you that will cause you to be able to stand, cause you to be able to shine light, cause you to be able to discern uh, when the enemy is trying to creep in in many different ways. All right. We love you. We appreciate you. Um, and we pray that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords continue to be a light unto you. If you would, please keep Crystal and I in your prayers as we strive to do the will of God for our lives, um, knowing that no matter what happens, we're all in this together. And where we go one, we go all. And you can always find the original plan of salvation in your Bibles, in the book of Acts, the second chapter and the 38th verse. We love you and we appreciate you and we thank you so much for continuing to tune in. Guys, on Rumble, we're almost to 5,000 uh, Rumbles. So if you could, if you have not, click the Rumble button um, and share, share, share wherever you're watching it. Um, I do want to get out of, before I get out of here, remind you of our uh, sponsors, Dr. Stella MD. Her website spelt the same. Uh, you can uh, go there and find uh, become a part of tele her telehealth service. Book your consultations, uh, consultations with her. Become a preferred client uh, in her program for COVID treatment and uh, prevention. Register get hydrochloroquine or ivermectin uh, by going to her website and also. Um, remember, uh, uh, reawaken America tour, uh, the great awakening, reawakening, uh, again, versus the great reset. You can find out more about that by clicking on the website that is provided in the link, uh, of the show. We appreciate you guys so much. We're going to get out of here in Jesus name. 
Are you ready to save New York State? Are you ready to elect Lee Zeldin as your governor? I had every Democrat write me a letter saying, you cannot have business open. You need mandates. You need to shut down the state. You need to impose shelter in place and mandates. It would violate their rights and it would cost thousands of businesses and hundreds of thousands of jobs. So I took the letter, I crumpled it up and I threw it in the trash can. Lee Zeldin, he would be making the same types of decisions to protect your freedom that I made to protect the freedom of people in Florida. They are sick and tired of the crime that you see in New York City. If Lee Zeldin gets into office, he will be a law and order governor. Stop turning them loose on the street, commit a crime and they put them right back out. If you do crime, you must do the time. We have a major problem in this country with rogue prosecutors funded by George Soros. I want to start by thanking Tish James. Uh, she's been a fantastic partner, uh, a phenomenal partner, Tish James. I want to thank uh, the District Attorney Alvin Bragg for his partnership in today's indictment as a result of our joint efforts. And I can't wait that when Lee Zeldin becomes governor, he is going to go to Manhattan and he is going to remove the district attorney in Manhattan. He's going to start holding these people accountable. You need somebody to go in there and just clean house and Lee's the guy to do that. Nobody should have to choose between a job they need and a shot they don't want. It's a violation of your freedom. It's also a total fraud. Those mandates were not based on medical science. They were engineered to force your compliance with their agenda, and that's it. And parents want a school system that is focused on educating kids, not on indoctrinating kids. It is wrong to teach these young kids that their gender is a choice or that they may have been born in a the wrong body. So they think the way to, to tackle inflation is to hire 87,000 new IRS agents. You know, I think every member of Congress that voted for those IRS agents should have to be audited every year. Then when they start messing with it, no other choice but to step up. Go. 